0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Student of the Gun University, a place for education and enlightenment. We help you gain a new perspective and understanding of firearms training. Your teacher today will be Professor Paul Markle, a veteran small arms and tactics instructor with thirty years of knowledge and experience. Grab your number two pencil, turn to page one, and let the learning begin. Hi, right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you. You're you're just too kind you're just you're just way too kind oh thank you thank you welcome to another student of the gun university podcast i am your host professor paul markle thank you very much for being here hope you're enjoying this series and there's much more to come many years ago many years ago a friend who is a martial arts and firearm instructor instructor stated he said that skill is the combination of training and practice that's right and today's subject is you cannot buy skill now i didn't say you couldn't buy training i didn't say you couldn't buy books i said you can't buy skill where do you go which store which app do you have on your phone that allows you to purchase skill you say well okay smart guy no i can't purchase skill you say, well, it's training is the same thing. Actually, it's not. Skill is a byproduct. Skill is a byproduct of training or learning. And learning is both mental and physical. And the use of arms is obviously physical. It's a hands-on activity. Therefore, it requires time and effort. But it also requires the mental effort to make yourself do it. Because let's face it, you can't Your body's not going to do anything your mind doesn't tell it to do. Unfortunately, we live in a society that has a tendency to attempt to solve all of its problems by buying or purchasing things. Think about it. How many people do you know in your sphere of influence that in the modern world, you know, things are getting dicey and then they're talking about survival or preparation or prepping or whatever? So what do they do? Well, they go online and they buy fill in the blank. They buy the super cool backpack that's filled with survival gear, right? Or they go and they buy, uh, what do you call it? Heirloom seeds. They went to the special catalog or the special website and they bought heirloom seeds. These seeds will last forever. If you keep them dry and in a vacuum sealed container, they'll last forever. Like okay, cool. You bought seeds, yeah, and you bought a backpack full of quote survival gear. You know what's in that survival gear? Oh, there's there's the the ubiquitous fire starting tinder, and there's you know a knife, and then there's this, and there's that, and you know, and there's paracord, and and so on and so forth. There's there's fifty feet or hundred feet of paracord, and it's like when's the last time you took a knot tying class? What? a knot tying class. What are you talking about? I don't know how to tie a knot. I tie my shoes. Yeah, but tying your shoes and and tying off rope or cordage for various tasks is not exactly the same thing. Oh, ah, well, whatever. Like, uh, okay. You bought seeds. Yeah. Cool. You got those seeds. Oh, are you gardening this year? No, well, no. I'm, no. I mean, not now because it, the crisis hasn't hit yet. I'm going to wait for the crisis. Then I'm going to figure out how to garden. I'm going to figure out how to grow a garden. How hard can it be? You just throw seeds in the ground, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. How hard can it be? You just throw seeds in the ground. How hard can it be to start a fire? You just flick some sparks onto wood and oof, you have a fire, right? Then you just throw some, pile some wood on the ground and you just flick sparks on it and oof, you have a fire, right? You have an emergency fire, a campfire. Uh, no. No, buying stuff doesn't give you skill. That's not training. It's just buying stuff. Uh, Even the United States Army is not immune to this phenomenon. If you pay attention to Student of the Gun Radio or you read articles or whatever, uh, faced with the problem of new soldiers not having the strength, coordination, or mental capacity to qualify on the grenade range or to read a map, or use a compass, what did the Army do? Like, well, our our current batch of recruits don't have the coordination or the strength to pass the grenade qual in boot camp. Basic training, basic infantry training, that's what basic training is. So what do they do? They're like, well, we need to to work harder with them. We need to give them more training so they can get the skill. No, no, the Army decided what we're going to do is we're just going to remove that obstacle from the training program. It used to be that they had to pass a land nav qualification where they had to read a map and a compass, use a protractor. They had to do pace counts. They had to go out in the woods and find points using the map and the in the compass. Yeah, but the, the current recruits, they just don't seem to be able to get that or understand it. So what are we gonna do? Well, we'll still talk about it, but we won't make them do it. We won't test them on it. The new the thing is saying like, we're not gonna we're not gonna give them a test. We'll just talk about it. So if you don't give them a test, then how do you know whether they retain the knowledge and the skill, or if or they have the skill? Well, we won't. Cool. So the army faced with these issues and what are they doing oh and don't forget the uh the the universal safety stand down where they talked about gender identity and 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 you know all that stuff well they went out and they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on new rifles new pistols and new machine guns because that's how you fix problems right is you buy new stuff no that's actually not how you fix problems. You don't fix the problem of a lack of skill and ability by buying stuff. <laughs> or do you? Uh, you can and you should pay for training. Because quite frankly, training that is valuable costs money. Training that is free is not yet generally that valuable. Now, it can be But you got to think about it. The person who's teaching you, like me, and others like me, uh, they've got. I only have so much time in my day, and if you want me to spend a whole day teaching you the thirty-plus years of knowledge and experience that I've gained, uh, I'm not doing other things. If I'm there teaching a class, if James Yeager, if Ken Hackathorn, if Clint Smith, you know, if John Farnham, you know, fill in the blank of some of the great ones. If they took the time out of the day to teach you their decades worth of life experience, then they're not doing anything else, which would provide them income. So good training is worth money. Good books, books, videos, information. You should be buying books. You should be buying, you know, I I guess you could buy videos or whatever. You should be obtaining Educational material and educational material is not and it should not be free because if it's worth something, it it should cost money. You should do that. You should buy training, you should buy books, you should educate yourself. However, training only teaches you how and what to practice. We talked about this last time. You go to training and it teaches you how and what to practice. If you want skill, if you'd like to develop skill, you have to. Invest your time and effort, your mental and physical energy. Think about a guitar. You and I and everybody with disposable income could drive over to Guitar Center or your favorite local guitar shop, or you can just go online, go to samash.com, tell them Paul Markle sent you. I'm kidding. Or you could do it, you could do that and they wouldn't know what you're talking about. And you can buy a guitar. You can go online, you can buy a guitar, you can have it shipped directly to your house. As a matter of fact they'll sell you all the stuff you need to start playing they'll sell you a tuner they'll sell you guitar picks or plectrums uh, if it's an electric they'll sell you a little uh, well they'll say a bigger or smaller any kind of amplifier you want an amp cord or a instrument cable and uh, they'll send all that to you right to your house so you'll have everything you need guitars picks you know tuners all that stuff it'll be right there So it shows up via the UPS Brown Santa guy, and you unpack it, and now you are a guitar player, right? No, you're not a guitar player. You say, oh, I'm going to take my guitar, and I'm going to go down to the School of Rock, and I'm going to pay that guy for four hours' worth of guitar lessons. So you do. You pay that guy for four hours worth of guitar lessons or eight hours worth of guitar lessons or whatever, and he teaches you where to put your fingers, he teaches you how to pluck the strings, he teaches, you how to, he teaches you first how to tune your guitar, then he teaches you how to hold the plectrum uh, in your dominant hand, and then he teaches you how to place your fingers on the neck, he teaches you what frets are, and he teaches you the, the E-A-D-G-B-E strings, and teaches you the low E and the high E, teaches you all that stuff. So you you gave him your money, you took the class, now you're a guitar player, right? Now you have skill. No, you don't have skill. Unless you're a genius or a prodigy or something, you probably don't. Uh, you don't have that skill. Why? Because you haven't practiced. you got to practice. You've got to put in the investment. And see, this is the difference between someone who's a beginner someone who's average, someone who is very good, and someone who is a master at their craft. You see, the beginner, the average, the very good, and the master all started in the same place. But where they ended up had everything to do with how much time and energy they wanted to expend in practicing, and taking that training, that education that they were given, and putting it into practice. We talked uh, on during the morning mindset show. I talked about uh, Jose Feliciano, the guy who did "Feliz Navidad," do do, and that guy's basically living and retiring on royalties just from that song. When he was a kid, uh, police. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jose Feliciano. Uh, he was, he's been blind since he was born. And they wanted to give him something to do. His parents you know, they didn't have a lot of money, and they're like, we need to give Jose something to do. So they bought him a guitar. And when he first got that guitar, uh, by his own biography, he said that he would spend 10 to 12 hours a day plucking and strumming and playing that guitar. That's a lot of dedication. It's a lot of devotion. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot buy skill. You say, well, all right, I get that. I believe you, Paul. And I'm glad that you believe me. So now that you believe me, now that you've come along with me for the ride, what you need to say to yourself is, all right, I want skill. I desire skill. I want to be better than average. I want to be very good. And then maybe someday be a master at that. How can I get there? Well, you take the training. And then after you take the training, you take that education, the physical training and the mental training, because they're both physical and mental, you take that, combine it with the learning, and you practice it. You put that into practice, and you do it all the time. And once you've done that over a period of time, then you should have and you will develop skill. But it doesn't. it's not easy. Now, I didn't say it was free. You might notice, you say, I said... You cannot buy skill. But just because you can't buy skill doesn't mean it's free. It actually costs the most valuable thing you have. More valuable than gold or U.S. dollars or Republic credits is time. T-I-M-E. Because I can always go out and earn more money, but I can't earn more time. So if you think about it, Time is the most valuable commodity that you have. I'm not the first person to ever say it and I'm sure I'm not the first person to say it to you. You can't buy skill, but you have to, but it's also not free. You have to invest. you have to invest your time and effort. And I hope that you do that. Whatever field of endeavor it is, whether it's shooting, a rifle pistol shotgun, a bow and arrow, whatever, maybe it's playing a guitar or a piano. You've got to invest that. You've got to invest your time and your effort, and then you'll have skill. Then you'll have skill. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being here for the Student of the Gun University podcast. Like I said from the very beginning at Episode 1, what are these? They're single topic, relatively short form, and easy to digest. And if you could not digest today's lesson Uh, Go take a Tums or some Alka-Seltzer and then come back. (laughs) But if you liked what you heard, please share this with other people. Give us a a thumbs up or a star or five stars or whatever. And uh, if you'd like to uh, monetarily support the show, you can do that too. You can just click the links in the show notes and you can support us and support the people who sponsor us and so forth. So that is it. Cat and Hat and that be that. I am your host. Professor Paul Markle, remember, you're a beginner once, you're a student for life. Thanks for joining us today. We are big fans of the value for value model. Please go to SOTGU.com to contribute the amount that best fits the value that you got out of this lesson. It could be $5 or $5 million. By contributing, you will help the show grow and assist in the education of your peers. And remember, you are a beginner once, a student for life.